welcome to the Love Identity Podcast. I am Lynette Soderwall, here to meet you again to talk about cool stuff. So glad you showed up. And we're going to have a discussion today about, am I allowed to let go? So what's funny is I'm guessing this isn't going to be one of the big podcasts. <laughs> Because <laughs> like forgiveness and, you know, the things that people are like, I don't want to talk about that. Why would I want to talk about that, Lynette? I'm not talking about that. But I'm telling you, this is such a great subject because I really want to hash out the allowed part. I really feel like we don't allow ourselves to do certain things. And so I formulated the question, am I allowed to let go for a reason? Because I really want you to ask yourself what you are allowing for. Do you allow yourself to let go of the things that you know are good for you? But I'm going to leave that there, let you chew on that a little bit. And we're going to talk about all the other aspects too, to kind of just trigger some thought process for you. You're really smart. You're intuitive. You're here for a reason. You're, you're questioning, you're asking the questions, you're listening to some things that means you're open to more than maybe even you realize you are. So I want to, I want to, first of all, you know, let's talk about who decides if you get to let go. Like, I know it seems obvious. Well, I do, Lynette, that's pretty clear. And you're kicking me around and telling me I'm not letting go of things and I get it. I know how this works. Yeah, okay, you're right. At the end, it totally is you who decides whether or not you're allowed to let go. But you know what's interesting is the voices of other people are really loud sometimes. The opinions of other people, the perceptions, maybe their wisdom seems brighter than yours. Maybe you just honor them. Maybe their life mirrors something that you want. And so you're emulating certain things that seem really great, make a lot of sense, line up with where you want to go. And so maybe they influence you. And I, I really want you to consider that. I want you to consider what you listen to, what you watch, what you engage in, who you share time with, because those things really do influence our hearts more than we recognize that they do. And depending on who you are, like some of us have mindsets that are easier to be influenced than others. Some of us are freaking just stubborn. Um, depends, obviously. And there are times that we may be all those things at different times with different people, but to pay attention to who you are repetitively, like in the quiet times of your moments in your room, in the shower, in your car, whatever that may look like to be able to really ascertain, okay, what do I really think? And I, I don't think we allow ourselves to, to consider that as much as you would think that we do. Honestly, we replay other people's opinions. We replay things that we've read. We replay things that we've heard. We replay things that we've seen. We line all these things up to figure out how we're doing. It's fascinating. We do. We line ourselves up. Now, hear me. You know, big fan of paying attention to outward information and challenging ourselves and changing where necessary and, and really acknowledging what we resonate with. That's super important. I also know that our hearts and minds allow us to ruminate on things that they're ready to change 
ready to face, ready to acknowledge. So take the cues from your emotional self and your mind when you are finding yourself curious about things of your past, maybe about ways that you process about, you know, you're, you're really in a space where you're self-examining, not criticizing, hear me, just open to recognizing, Hey, I, I do this or I do that, or I'm influenced by this or that. And is that working for me? All those things are really good. And when your heart is ready to face something, it will let it surface. So remember, we talk a lot about taking things from that subconscious place to the conscious place so we can do something about it. We're so fantastically created. We will not let something surface until there is grace to actually acknowledge it or address it or change it. So if things are coming up, I always tell my clients, don't go digging. That's dangerous business because you can find stuff in there. We all have hidden stuff right? That we're not letting go of for whatever reason that we've buried deep. But until it starts to surface on its own, we don't have the grace to do it. But when it does do that, and we are feeling that tension, that uncomfortable space of, I feel like I need to let go of something. I feel like I need to address something. I feel like something's stirring up in me and I know it's pertinent, but I'm scared of it. That's when we say, okay, self, I'm going to allow you to process this. I'm not going to let fear or anything else dictate. I'm going to let love accept the fact that something's happening and there's a safe place to deal with this. And again, invite the appropriate voices in. You know, I, I'm always encouraging coaching, therapy, pastoralship, whatever it is that you need counsel to engage with that, right? But sometimes we just need to have really pertinent conversations with ourselves. Sometimes we just need to get our journal out and just start going to town. We are always surprised when we go back. I know I am. You go back later and you read the things that you've put down on paper and it's like, wow, I said that I'm pretty stinking smart or wow, that was a really deep, that sounds like there's more pain there than I recognized. Wow. And I see here, look at that. I actually processed that right there. I feel like I brought resolution to something. I'm not even sure I realized was happening. Those aha moments with our own selves are very powerful because to the question again, am I allowed to let go? It comes down to that. Sometimes I'm not because my body's holding on to it or my soul is dependent on it or my spirit is just not leading me in a direction. Sometimes we're literally not allowing or being allowed. So then the question to follow with that is, am I consciously doing that or am I subconsciously doing that? What is it that's calling the shots? What is stopping the allowing of that? And is it time for me to consciously engage and choose? Our heart needs to consistently and gets to consistently chase after freedom. Anything that holds us captive is the opposite of freedom, right? We just don't quantify it that way. We don't think about it that way. We think 
well, I'm choosing all day long. I'm doing all the things. I'm doing the job. I'm doing the kids. I'm doing the husband. I'm doing the wife. I'm doing the golf. I'm doing the kayaking. I'm doing the shopping. I'm doing the buying the cars, the homes, the engaging with the people. I choose to hang out with my family. I choose not to. I'm, I'm doing all the choosing, Lynette. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm choosing all day long. You know what? Yes, you are in Bravo. Good job. I would send you a gold star. However, we don't always choose freedom for our heart. And if we are not allowing ourselves to let go of things that are just eating away, eating away, eating away, eating away, we are not living free. We are living under the control of whatever that thing is. So here's where I want to challenge you. We all have those things right? We have those things we struggle to let go of. We need to examine the things and find out why. Why am I struggling to let go of it? Am I justifying it? Do I have excuses? Do I have reasons for real? Why am I not letting go? If it's a thing, a situation, a relational issue, an experience you had, a jarring moment, a frightful moment, a revelation, whatever it is that you are holding on to, I want to ask you, are you, is it feeding you? Is it nourishing you? That thing you're saying yes to consistently and allowing yourself to hold on to, is it giving you nourishment? Spirit, soul, or body? I want you to start there. Answer those questions. Because if it is, well, good okay. I doubt it is, but if it is okay, but you be real. Don't you just say, yeah, no, totally. I've got it. I got it. feel great. You bet. Lies. Don't lie to me. I'll find out. Believe me. Ask the people that know me. I figure it out. My poor son, he suffers. I'll look straight in the eye and he's like, nope, mom, I didn't do it. I'm like, try again. No, really? I'm like, oh, Have you not figured out, I get to the core of this every single time, really, how long are we going to spend doing this? You sure you don't want to tell me the truth? And he's fine. Like, okay, fine. So literally, if you were in front of me, I'd figure it out, but I'm not in front of you, but I am in your ears right now. So pretend I'm in front of you and I'm looking you in the eyes and I'm asking you and we're drilling down. Are you sure this is nourishing you or is it draining you on the back end? Is it exhausting you? Is it robbing you of your spirit, soul, and or body? I would venture to guess something you're holding on to, that holding part, holding fast. We have to live, uh, Chrissy, she's my VP of everything. She she has a term, I'm holding loosely. I kind of love that because we have to hold things, right? Our life is... (laughs) We do things, we're responsible for things, we interact with things. There's no way to just walk through life like slippery, you know. <laughs> so you're just gonna have things you have to hold on to. But I I do believe we have the ability to hold loosely to all the things. One of the ways we get so disappointed in life is because we set our expectations on absolute results and then when they don't happen, and that's what we hold fast, right? We're we're clinging on with all of our sp- selves. We're just holding on for dear life. This has to happen, or this has to be this, or they have to love me, or they have to accept me, or they have to see me, or my ideas have to be heard or whatever the case may be. 
right? Where that disappointment has come in and we're holding fast because that expectation is high that we've set. And that what that means, it's not just that they're going to perform a certain way, but it's that we understand what it, we equal, we do this equal thing. We do this, I'm going to engage this way and this is what's going to come of it. It's result-based. I think I've said this before, people make hope result-based. Hope is not a result. Hope is a mindset. It is a framework for which we build our lives and say, it's okay. Yes, this was a horrible thing that happened and I hate it. And I'm going to be okay. Tomorrow is going to come. There are better things on the horizon. Hope is a superpower and people let it go. Interesting. Why aren't they holding and clinging to that? Instead, they're clinging to the negative things that rarely nourish them. So back to the question for you, the things that you're holding on to that you don't want to let go, that for whatever reason you're not allowed to, what are they doing for you? What are they producing? Is it feeding and nourishing you? Ask yourself that question. If you were to, I do this with my clients. Okay. Here you go. If you were to imagine your favorite animal, okay, like you adore it and you just, you'd love to have it as a pet, even if it's exotic, whatever, and you would have one in a heartbeat, whatever that thing is, cute or ugly. I don't care. It could be a tarantula. Maybe you dig tarantulas. You can have that. Just don't come to my house, but whatevs. Anyway, you can have a tarantula and then whatever that is. So for me, it would probably be a koala bear or a sloth. What is with me? I like slow moving creatures that are fuzzy. Um, maybe cause I could catch them and I could put them in my pocket, although they're too big for my pocket. But anyway, although sloths are weird, they climb down and they poop and they're going to get eaten. That to me is totally weird anyway. Okay. I digress big time on that. Okay. So let's, for this exercise, Lynette's animals are going to be a koala bear. Okay. That's going to be my favorite animal um, for this representation. Although trooper is up there, Ollie is up there. Um, so we, you know, okay, it's gotta be trooper. That's not fair. I can't have a koala bear and not have trooper. Okay. Trooper. Okay. He's going to be my representation. He's in my life. So that makes a lot more sense anyway. And then the animal that scares the crap out of me. And I would not want to come face to face with, I've got to say my first reaction was like a great white shark, but okay. I used to love killer whales. But then I saw how smart they are. They kind of freak me out. So I'm going to go with a killer whale. Like if I was in the water and there was a killer whale, I don't know why I think that thing is so going to outsmart me, kill me, eat me. Actually, he's just going to throw me around. Have you noticed how cruel they are? <laughs> just, oh, hey, seal. Like, I'm come here, come into my mouth. And now I'm going to toss you. And oh, wasn't that fun. And I'm going to come out and gnaw on you a little bit. You're not going to die though. Don't worry. I'm not ready for you to die yet. I'm going to play with you until you're tortured. And then, yeah, of course I'm going to eat you because you're delicious. Rude. Anyway. Okay. So I've got trooper and a killer whale, right? And Let's assume that if Trooper was in water, the killer whale is totally going to eat him. And that is so not okay with me. Okay. So I want you to get your visualization. They, they're not my animals. They get to be your animals. Okay. This is your exercise. So I want you to think the thing that you're letting, excuse me, the thing that you're refusing to let go of or not giving yourself permission to let go of, is it feeding Trooper? 
and he's getting nice and chubby and he's happy and he's able to put things in his mouth and sound like Chewbacca all day long because he's got energy? Or are you feeding the killer whale that if it had a choice, it's going to throw Trooper around, chew on him, torture him, and eventually totally inhale him and poop him out someday? What is with me in all the poop talk today? Sorry. Anyway, okay. So do you see the visualization? Which one are we nourishing? Are we nourishing the things that are going to bring us joy, excitement, celebration, peace, comfort, rest? Are we nourishing the things that stress us out, that bring us angst, fear, anxiety, right? That's why I want you to get the visualization with the animals because we can all relate to a certain degree. It could be a freaking mosquito on the other side carrying West Nile virus. I don't care what your visualization is, but the point remains the same. I want you to imagine what you're feeding because then you give yourself the chance to ask yourself, whoa, why am I doing that? How is that healthy? I'm because because if you're not feeding Trooper and you're feeding the killer whale, he's getting fatter, happier, and stronger. And Trooper, poor Trooper, he's getting emaciated and sad. And his little eyes are going to kill you when he looks at you because he's like, "Why aren't you feeding me? I am starving. I've been nothing but nice to you." Right? That's how we should view our own hearts and souls. They've gotten you this far. Look at you. Maybe not everything in your life is lined up the way you want it to be, but you're rocking it. You're standing. You've gotten through it. You've done some really hard things. You've survived some things. You've thrived through other things and you're standing. You've gotten this far. Doesn't your heart and soul deserve to let go of the things that are weighting it down or that are malnourishing it? Don't you deserve the freedom versus control. I think some people, they have built their identity around their ability to not let go. They take pride in it. I think it's a badge of honor. <laughs> now I totally hold grudges. I'm really good at it. So if you cross me, you better be careful. Why would you be proud of that? Why? I know you're going to be mad at me. I don't care because that's such a ripoff for you and the people in your life. And it's a bunch of BS anyway. That is just your fear controlling the whole thing and convincing you that you've got it going on and that you're oh so strong. Nope, you're not. Sorry. Actually, what you are is you are functioning out of weakness and sensitivity and emotional brokenness. And you're just owning it like it's a happy thing. And if that's what you want to view it as, go for it. I promise you the people around you are not seeing that. They're not looking at you and going, wow, you're just a really strong person. So if you want to be a strong person, forgive, let go. And I'm not just talking about forgiveness. I know I already see, I'm so sneaky. I got forgiveness in there. Those of you that have been avoiding it, but I'm not just talking about the forgiveness situations. You guys, I'm talking about the things didn't go your way. And you're like, clawing onto it. Like, no, I just can't let go of this. I can't accept it. Well, guess what? It is not growing healthfully and nourishing anything by you just holding on to a concept, an idea, an ideal, a must have, must will do eh, all the things there's, there's not the payoff you deserve in that. 
And your identity should not be connected to pride. Being proud of yourself, absolutely. True humility is really the place where we are just in awe of the greatness in us and flowing through us to impact those around us. I'm not talking about that kind of proud. I'm talking about the pride that says, no, I will not back down. I will not. Okay. How's that working for you? I can tell you how it's working for you. It's not. You might be getting what you want a little bit here and there, but you're not connected the way that you want to. Your heart is hungry and alone and tired and isolated. And it's exhausting and sad. So instead of having kind of this attitude that maybe somebody owes you, they need to fix it. You need to recognize instead they own you by you not letting go. So how's that? How's that taste? Not great. It's like, oh, shoot. You think you're doing so great, right? When we don't let go of things because we there's something in us. It's like, if I let go of it, it's like I lost. We're not in a game, people. This life is not a game. This is real. This is exchange. And we have limited time. What do you want to do with it? How do you want to be remembered? What do you want your legacy to be left? What do you want your kids to see? How do you want to inspire? I know if you're listening to this, you've got interest in some of those things at the very least. People of growth are interested in what they leave behind and what they can get out of where they are. There's nothing more satisfying than letting go of things that weigh us down and realizing, woo, holy cow, I did not realize how heavy that thing was. And now that it's gone, it's kind of like, have you ever done one of those exercises? Like, you know, we talk about having five, 10, 15, 20 pounds on us that maybe we don't want. And when we're carrying it around, it's just part of our life. It's just it's just part of us, right? We're so used to it. We're functioning with it. It's not something we think about. We may not be happy about it. We may not be comfortable all the time, but we don't really recognize how much it weighs. But then you go in the kitchen and you get a five pound bag of sugar and you take it out of your cupboard and you're like, damn, this is heavy. (laughs) Like I've just been thinking I've got this extra little five pounds. It's no big deal. But if I take it and I actually hold it in my hands, it's heavy. And often actual weight on us is representative of weight in us. Ooh, where's she going with that one? Like, I don't think that's like total dun, dun, dun information. I think you've probably heard that before, but I'm going to say it again. A lot of weight we actually hold on to in our bodies, again, spirit, soul, and body all interconnected. And I'm not talking about, you know, created curves and all that stuff. You rock it. I'm talking about the weight that you feel like is on your body and shouldn't be. It doesn't match what's inside of you. I'm talking about the weight that you feel like you've carried for years and have had a hard time letting go of. Could it be it's connected to some of the emotion and decisions and things, situations, relationships, good, bad, past, present that you've held on to and how they imprint on your soul and the physical manifestation in your body is just representative. Is that possible? It is. Is it your story? I don't know. That's not mine to judge, but I'm just 
tempting you with that just a little bit. But when instead we say, you know what, I am responsible for my own actions. I am responsible for what I bring to this world. I'm responsible to give, receive, view, and value love. How am I doing? Am I loving me by holding on? Or would it be loving me to allow myself to let go? And if I love me through letting go, huh, I might be freed up to love others different and receive love different because I'm not closed. And those are the deep letter go things, right? Hey, apply this to the easy things too, because sometimes we hold on to weird things at work or in our marriage or with our kids or with a best friend or whatever. You know what? There's just a lot of things. It's just not worth holding on to. And maybe you need to listen to the podcast about having hard conversations <laughs> to get past certain things and get to that connection point. But some stuff, you know what? We can just choose. You know, I just need to let this go. It just is not serving anybody. And even if I had conversation about it, I just don't even think it matters that much. It's just been this thing I've just kept. Okay. I feel like I've said a lot of things to you today, some heavy things today, giving you a lot to think about today, which is always my heart and goal. So I'm going to let you go so that you can ruminate and process and love yourself. I don't want any guilt and shame coming into this. There's no... You suck conversation aloud. Let that go. Ha. Ask yourself the question, am I allowed to let go? Am I allowing myself to let go? Is somebody else making me hold on? Do I feel responsible to them somehow by keeping hold of these things or this situation? Is it their burden that I carry? Is it okay for me to let go? Yes, because you holding on isn't going to change it. Ask the question to yourself and see where you end up. Process. I believe in you. You've got this. There's freedom on the other side. All right. Thank you again for showing up. You're incredible. You matter. This life is excited to have you. And I believe more love in you, through you, and about you is part of your story. I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.